What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the AP3 Podcast. I am Anthony. I'm joined here with my lovely co-host. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Angelito. Welcome to another installment of the AP3 Podcast. I am so gratefully honored to be here sitting with y'all just talking, talking about life, you know what I mean? But I'm going to pass the mic over to my boy. Yo, what's happening, you guys? It's your boy, Alex McBuckets, and it's a, it's an absolute pleasure to be here today to be able to talk to the boys. Um, I, I, I don't want to hesitate. We don't want to beat around the bush, really, this episode. Um, we're going to be talking about something pretty serious and something that we think is uh, going to shed light on, uh, on an issue that we uh, kind of go through every single day, and we think that a majority of you guys go through as well. And we're hoping that uh, we're able to provide some clarity that may help you guys out with stuff that you're dealing with, too. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to pass it off to Anthony and just start us off. Yeah, today we're talking about mental health, men's mental health to to, to really get into it, you know. Um, I feel like this is something that's pretty relatable, you know, in a way that uh, that you can probably understand yourself a little bit more. But without further ado, I, I wanted to share a little piece of myself to open up to you guys and have like a better understanding of who I am. Um, I have a, I had a couple of instances in my life, you know, I've lived 23 years already or almost, but there are, there's a couple moments that I can remember where my mental health was really down and I pushed it to the side. The most recent, the most notable one was, uh, was about a, a year and a half ago. My, my sister passed away. Rest in peace to you, Val. Uh, love you and miss you every day. Um, it's been, it's been a rough journey without her here, but, uh. I remember I remember getting that call. I got that call from my mom and I just instantly had a switch and a lot of people would start crying or like, you know, just just going through it and that's not necessarily what happened with me. I uh I kind of switched the mode to what what am I going to do about my mom? What what's going to happen with my dad? All I could really think about in that moment is worrying about their health you know i i will never or hope to never understand what it's like to lose a child um it's it's been tough it's been super tough i felt that i didn't deal with it right away the the death of my sister and i knew what i was doing i knew that it was my conscious decision to do that because i don't know if certain men can relate but i felt that i had to be the the mold the the piece to keep my family intact you know what i mean and i i kind of pushed my my grieving and my mental health to the side to just solely focus on on them you know i uh i was actually with you alex yeah i i, I was there the day that um anthony received the call um and uh we were at work yeah we were at work together at the time when we were at the home um and uh I remember that immediately afterwards, um, I, I, I was with you for a little bit um, while you were going through the motions, you know, making sure that your family was okay. And then um, I was with you afterwards, you know, I, I, after I saw kind of how, how you reacted and I saw the initial fl- uh, flip of the switch. Um, I remember we, we were talking about it a little bit earlier before we started recording. Um, in the moment, I was really shooken up when, uh, obviously, you know, the whole situation is going on. But I found myself really grieving and kind of like reflecting in the moment. And, um, you know, it, it was, it, was, it came as a little bit of a shock to you 
you no, were like, oh, yeah, whoa, this man. is like, I, I didn't, I didn't think that you were going to be like, you know, and for me, it was just because I, it was weird. I was seeing one of my friends, you know, going through something traumatic, something that, you know, I wouldn't wish upon anybody at the end of the day. And, and the immediate reaction was just to make sure that everybody else's well-being was okay. It gave me a lot of insight to who the type of person that you are when situations like that arise, you know, and, and then I just after the fact. I was just solely here to understand that, um, you know, if my boy's emotions needed to be expressed, I, I'd be understanding of it and I'd be respectful of it, you know? I was really grateful for you, you know, because in the moment I, I saw you very distraught and probably more distraught than I was at the moment, you know? And I was just, it it, it brought me back to my senses because you, you brought it up to me. You're like, hey, like, it, it's it's okay, you know? And I, I, that's, that's exactly what I needed in that moment. You know, I, I still had to ground myself. I got so lost in just solving the problem that's at hand and staying tough and strong for my family, you know, which I believe that a lot of uh, young men do or uh, head of households, you know, I truly believe that I, I've become that type of person where I, I like to spread a message of like peace and love and positivity that I didn't want anyone to feel pity for me in the moment or feel bad. You know, I just, I just, this has been just crazy. Uh, just thinking about it, like I bring it down to this moment of, I didn't want to even tell people about it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to let people know. I, I didn't want people to not necessarily think that I'm weak but I didn't want to f- like people to feel pity for me that like I have people that hit me up and talk to me and stuff like that. But I didn't want that. I, I now bring it up and now everyone's talking to me. Everybody's checking in on me. You know what I mean? It took me maybe like a month until I actually even posted about it. You know, I posted something really intimate about me and my sister later on, which was just really difficult. You know, it took me about, I think, maybe about like five to six months to actually tackle it on, you know, it's just been, it's just been really tough, but I've, I've gotten better at it. You know, a lot of people, a lot of men believe that they have to be strong and they don't want to seem weak, but that sense of vulnerability is what's going to heal you and what's going to bring clarity to what you're feeling. I think that uh, a key point to to hammer on here is the fact that uh, you know, as much as as much as it may seem to an outsider's point of view, like you know this person's going through what they're going through, and you know it's very difficult for us to try and be understanding of it. Um, a lot of the times, for for guys, you know, we can only speak for for ourselves. At the end of the day. Um, you you immediately put the emotions of other people surrounding you um in in front of your own emotions due to the fact that you you don't want for there to be a grieving process much diff, much more difficult on your loved one you know like as much as your emotions hurt in the moment it's it's much easier for you to toss those to the side to make sure that everybody else is taken care of um, you know you know what's crazy like i was on like Alex here, I wasn't there when Anthony had his little, like, you know, his sad moment in life, you know, when, like, unfortunately his sister passed away. I was actually away, at, you know, driving home um, on the Grand Central when I heard about the news. I wasn't able to be there and console him. Um, it's okay. Um, 
when I heard about it, it was very like saddening and I heard that you wanted to you didn't want to seem weak to your family that you you were going through such like tribulations in your life um and I can relate to that in the sense that like when my grandfather passed away from covid um I didn't really reach out to anybody at all I just I'm different where I isolate myself from everybody around me. I still do that to this day because I just, you know, that's just how I roll. I live in my own bubble. Um, I've heard that millions of times from my family. Like, you you should get out of your bubble. I'm like, no, I'm good. But, um, you know, when you go through something like that, for me personally, it's more of a matter of, like, me reflecting upon myself and not having, not having any pity from anybody else because I have to deal with the issues at the end of the day. It's my issues. It's my problems. And I have to look at myself in the mirror. No one else can tell me how to feel because I'm my own person. And I feel like for me personally, I just need to be by myself, you know, when I'm going through such trials. And also when my parents got unfortunately separated too, it happened in high school and my sophomore going into my junior year. And that's normally a time where high school is normally a time for people to find themselves as a person you're transitioning from like a kid into like a teenager you're still developing like social cues and all that stuff and it happened so fast and like i for like about a year i remember i i said myself on every family gathering every single friendly reunion and i just put on a happy face because i did not want i did not want anybody to see that I'm upset about something. I wanted everybody to, you know, have a good time, even though I was hurting inside. And over time, I just came to learn that, like, you know, it's okay to be expressive about your emotions. It's okay to be, you know, vulnerable at times. It's just a matter of fact of you having enough confidence within yourself as a person to express yourself. And I'm still working on that every day because I'm not the most expressive out of the three of us here. I'm the least expressive. I'll, I will say that with full confidence, but it's all about just getting more comfortable under your skin and being able to admit, like, you know, your feelings. I can relate to that probably more than I really hope to. I think that I, I'm a similar in that sense where I, I did kind of distance myself, but I also wanted to be very strong and be like a solid rock and foundation for my family. And like, it just just being there and just expressing yourself goes so much more it goes it goes a lot farther than than you really realize and like like i said earlier i i thank alex for for bringing me out of that cuz i probably would have taken me even longer to to open up i think that guys in general do that a lot i've noticed it with a lot of males who just want to just be strong and just distance themselves and feel like no i just have to just figure out a solution on my own and then everything else will fall into place later but that's just a standpoint that you're putting on your mentals that will carry on and you'll start projecting to the people around you which is not what you truly want at the end of the day no yeah it's true like you know i feel like it's just a matter of like as i said earlier you just have to be more comfortable about you accepting your feelings and just talking to people you're always gonna have in your table when you're sitting at home you have gonna have your mother or your father or your sister or your brother whoever is in your household or whoever's around you like for example these two right here i could talk to them about my problems and stuff like that it's just a matter of like you expressing yourself 
and venting. Just vent. Treat them like Dr. Phil. <laughs> That's what I always say. Treat the people around you like if you were on an episode of Dr. Phil and vent. Because that's going to feel better for you. And you know what? It's okay to cry. I know there's people out there on social media be like, men don't cry. That is complete bullcrap. Men cry. My dad cries. I'm pretty sure your respective fathers cry too. Everybody cries. It's just a matter of your own therapy for you just to let everything out and just, you know, reset yourself and just tackle on the next day but you know enough about my personal tribulations i want to let alex share his tribulations that he's faced because i know personally you faced a lot of tribulations in the past i think that i think that um my mental health uh issues that 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 i i deal with are just uh like the the traumatic experiences that i've been through that have led me to be the, the individual that i am kind of um they come from a different um, standpoint than the ones that um, than the ones that you guys have presented. Not to not to discredit where, where you know nothing that, that you course, guys are saying, of nothing of the sort. But um, my my uh, my issues, a lot of the issues that I deal with day in and day out, sadly are um, as a result of actions that I've committed. And so um, you know the trauma that I, I I find myself going through and the internal battles that I go through day in and day out. They're, they're, um, it's very difficult for me to process and for me to try to combat because at the end of the day, I, I place myself in the positions, you know. Um, two moments, uh, at least for me, that stand out more than the rest. Um, my, I made a decision uh, a couple of years ago to drop out of college. And um, it wasn't it wasn't the um, the best received uh, throughout my family. Obviously, that's not something that's uh, very easy. But um, for myself, it was a very difficult point in my life because I felt like I had um, uh, uh, leading up until that point too. One of the biggest fears that I ever had in my life was a uh, fear of failure. I um, I remember like through an exercise that I had in uh, JROTC, we were talking about our our, our like. Now, our biggest fears in life when I was in high school and I and I and I said that and like, kind of like everybody just stared at me like, yo, we were expecting like a like a thing of like heights or, you know, like a conventional answer like spiders or, or this or that. <laughs> and I said, nah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely scared to, uh, you know, to fail in this life. And then almost immediately after that, it, I, I started experiencing real failures in my life. And I was like, oh, oh, wow. Like. You know this thing that that I feared so much, and and you know especially with that decision right there, it was just it was really 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 like was, the magnitude of the situation was so much more than what it than what it showed on the surface. I, I spent days days crying my eyes out, realizing that I had failed the individuals that you know the the people that I love the most. I was looking at people in my household, and still to this day, I, I go through the trials and tribulations of looking in the mirror and feeling comfortable with the decision that I've made and the reality that I live day in and day out as a result. It's 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 really not easy, you know. You feel un- unaccomplished. You feel uneasy as you see your peers time and time again find success in something that all of you guys shared at one point, which is going to school together, you know. It's it's it hasn't been easy at all, but the it, it's built up this resilience in me to understand that uh, the decisions that I make are the ones that I made, and I, I need to be you know I have to be kind of I have to own up to the fact that that's what I decided to do, 
and whatever comes after it is what you must follow through with at the end of the day. I wake up every morning, you know, I go to my nine to five that I've been going to for, you know, like two years, the consistent of being in the nine to five and, you know, coming out of it. Although I built up a lot of maturity, I realized that there was a lot of ignorance and looking back on certain decisions that I decided to make, I, I wish that I had guided my actions differently. But dealing with my emotions to devoted towards the situation, I I gained a a rebellion almost and like this 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 like this weird feeling of just like you know, going against the grain and trying to be different and trying to do things that were um, different than what my parents would have wanted. And um, I, I, to be honest, it's still to this day is something that I, I can't necessarily wrap my head around understanding if that was the right decision or not. You know, my it, it's not like the vision that they had for me would have been, you know, what it was had I followed through. But um Again, I, I, I try my best to balance this uh, this consistent battle that I feel like a lot of men go through um, of not necessarily being um, comfortable with the man that they see in the mirror. It's, it's Sometimes it's a difficult battle waking up in the morning and, you know, the, first, the your immediate reaction is a sigh of like, fuck, you know, it's, it's, it's another day. I got to go do what I have to do today. And, you know, like, I, I sometimes there was days where I would wake up and I wouldn't even like I, I'd regret the fact that I had to walk another step in my reality. And um, it's just it's not easy. But at the end of the day, I I've come to understand that me pushing those emotions to the side, um, it causes you to really not not lose yourself as an individual. You um, you become unemotionally intelligent in the sense of when the emotions arise and when they come to you it you don't know how to deal with it coming from like your friend man and i've i've been there to try to help you out in certain moments and stuff like that i know like we've spoken about it and other people have also said it i felt like that led to you becoming or having like self-sabotage in a way you know what i mean where you just start doubting yourself, where you're so infatuated with the idea of going against the grain, where if something didn't go your way, you kind of negatively just kept on repeating these negative thoughts in your head, which which isn't okay, you know? Negative actions and negative cycles, too. Like, let's, you know, I'm I'm willing to totally understand and acknowledge the fact that I I was fucking up, man, a whole bunch. You you brought up a fear of... uh, of failure and I feel that everyone has a little bit of that fear in them to a certain degree but with you I I noticed that that is super prominent because you don't want to let down the, the people around you that you care most about you know and I think that I think failure is a part of life uh, for anyone that's listening it is I consider my biggest failure was Right after high school, I joined the military and I was dealing with a really bad breakup that really screwed me up mentally. And I started also self-sabotaging and just doing things that I shouldn't be doing, even though I know deep down I was getting in more in trouble and stuff like that. And I, I felt truly alone. It was 
probably one of the hardest times in my life where I had friends, I had family that cared about me, that were proud of me, but I truly felt so alone that I I really felt that if I was to leave that no one would really bat an eye that much. You know, I was in literally in the military away, miles away, different states, different lives, and I felt like, hey, no one no one really checks up on me no more. You know what I mean? Did did anyone really ever care? And then I that 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 mentality is literally self-sabotage, you know, because then I realized that in those moments you're learning. I I am not who I am today without that experience completely. You know, just just being alone and nobody really hitting you up in that in that moment was really sad to me, but I look back on it and I've also been in situations where I, I didn't know that certain friends were dealing with certain things. You know what I mean? I can even bring that up with Angel. You know what I mean? Like you said, Angel, you, you, you do also put on a brave face and you might disassociate yourself completely. And, and then I just go on about my life. Just, you know, just keep on doing what I'm doing. And then thinking about it, I'm like, oh, shoot, that's probably what, what they did. You know, I didn't tell them that I was super depressed my I never had anxiety before literally if anyone has had an anxiety attack before it feels like your mind is convincing you that you're you're going to die it's it's it might be like you might not understand that but that was just the best way I can kind of just explain it to you guys you know what I mean of course and um you know I, I I've I've dealt with anxiety attacks b- beforehand. Um, I actually um, credits to to uh, ex girlfriend that I had back, like at the time. She helped me really like you know deal with it and control my breathing in the moment. But I think that it's suffocating. Understanding that all these negative emotions are popping into your head and it feels like you literally can't breathe. Yeah. And your body and your mind is convincing you that you you. You know, you're being suffocated and that and that you can't, you know, uh, it's just consistent pouring in and in and more like like it's an overflow of negative emotions and negative thoughts. And you, you you're just trying to look for like a light in the darkness and you and you almost can't, you know, it's 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 scary, man. It's so scary, man. I mean, uh, I would have to say that, like, you know, in terms of like every day like i've had my own struggles with like self-confidence too like these people know like my the boys to my left here like i haven't really had the best of luck with you know in terms of like finding that couple you gotta mention ex-girlfriends i've only had one in my life and that one wasn't really you know worth it because of the fact that dog shit <laughs> i said it nah but it's just like every every single like time i try to get something with a female never works out and then you you guys have had more success in relationships i've 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 had and you know i don't voice this to anybody but you know i think it has to be said for the men out there like for me personally like you start to question your confidence like i can say for myself i'm a pretty decent man you know i i do Work out. I go to school. I'm gonna get my bachelor's degree, and you know, in May and all that stuff. I have a 
want to have a good future. Like I, you're also smart and a stud. Let's not let's not throw that to the side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nigga got the, he's oh, mad man. drippy and like. Do you see the muscles? I know oh, y'all see him. Hi man. Hi. He's tall. Thank he got you. a car. I'm literally the tallest one out of everybody <laughs> at the table. Thanks, like. thanks guys. Not nah, but for real though, like you just start t- questioning yourself. Like when you go home every day, like yo, like when will somebody value me for who I am? In terms of that, not friends or family, but another woman that like will really value you and like cherish you as a person and like for so many years and it that was a that was a question in my own head like when will that woman value my effort and my dedication to myself when will that woman finally understand who Ankel Salome is as a person but you know I have to deal with that every day as people here said I go to my nine to five. I go to the gym, and then I go back home, and it's just the same cycle every day. And that question still remains in my head. But for those who may be going through the same thing as I'm going through, just you know, keep the course. Just you know, you'll find the one. Cliche as it sounds, I've heard that so many times in my in life. Due time. In due time, you'll find somebody that will finally value you as a person. Although it's very hard this day and age because you know society is, you know, kind of skewed, but. I think it that will make it, is, it more you know. perfect. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but that when it in due time, just you know, keep working on yourself. Get that bag, come guys. On now. I just wanted to tell you guys, like, I'm so proud of you guys. Like, like coming oh, from the heart. Make, don't make me blush, man. Damn, like, man. nah, like seriously, like this is like blush, a very man. serious topic, and like even me, I'm like shaking right now. Like, this is not easy, and we also understand that. Uh, from the audience you know like maybe hearing this or maybe even just reflecting on your own lives like we've come so far in our own mental health journeys you know i like i'm just super grateful to be here another day i'm just so grateful i know people go through it every day but i'm also proud of anyone that's listening you've made it this far yes sir and there's people that love you and want you want you to be the best version of yourself. Yeah, man. All, man, it's been a pleasure sharing our stories with y'all, man. Like, all I got to say for you guys is just, you know, keep pushing through whatever you're going through. Like, you're not alone in this world. Like, it may feel that way, but you're always going to have somebody there to talk to. I have to learn it the hard way because I'm not very talkative as a person. Just, you know, just talk to somebody. Somebody next to you while you're eating lunch. Tell them about your problems, like what you did today. It helps out a lot with your mental. And also, work on yourself. Get Be the best person. Be the best version of you. Every That's day. all I got to say. Every single day. I, I, I personally just want to um, uh, bring bring home two, two points. Um, devoted to what Angel's saying now about being able to focus on yourself and being able to you know, still hold that level of respect for yourself after dealing with situations that, you know, I, I know a lot of people may be going through right now. Um, I want to say two things. One, um, while, while, you know, trying to find yourself, please don't get wrapped up in that neither. You know, being being focused and being determined and trying to be productive and, you know, forcing yourself to continuously work towards something or continuously be progressive. I mean, you you have these emotions. I'm I'm talking to a lot of the guys out there, ladies. I know you guys go through the same thing, and you guys have your own ways of coping with it and throwing yourselves into work or throwing into yourselves into better living. But 
please understand that you can focus on being a better individual while still at the in the back of your mind, you know, acknowledging these emotions and, and being able to grieve, you know, and being able to be sad, regardless of what society pushes on you and being 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 vulnerable. And um another key point that I feel like need, needs needs to be expressed, um there's this whole stigma built around mental health uh, for men that's pushed on to us by society and this, like, newfound, uh, guys, you, you need to be tough. And, like, this, like, whole, like, a- Andrew Tate wave about, like... I don't want no man that cries. Right. Like, I don't... I, I You know, build yourself up to own a Ferrari and have a Fortune 500 company. Like, yo, saying that ladies are, you know, are, are the root of this or the root of that... I've come to understand very recently that women allow you to acknowledge and really understand the navigation and the, um, you know, the, the confidence to be vocal about your vulnerability, about your emotions, about the stuff that you're going through. It can be, you know, whatever, the, the loving and nature of that, that they carry because, because they're women and it's this and it's that, but... At the end of the day, I know now that reaching out to females to talk about your problems is not it's not a bad thing, you know. And once you find that sort of, you know, those sort of friends, you could be a partner, it could be whatever. But being able to have that sort of outreach, I want for all the men listening to the podcast to understand that that's that's not something that you should shy away from. Let alone my 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 female friends that I've reached out to about my problems, uh, my my like my little sis, my my cousin Ashley, like, yo, being able to tell my problems to her and have her give me the real, like, tell me that I have my shit going on, but this is the reality of my situation and that I need to proceed moving forward. It's 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 allowed me to be able to be more vocal for my boys, you know, to, uh, um, you know, to know how to navigate, to know how to how to say things a certain way so that my boys can feel more comfortable about expressing themselves. I've um, I've prided myself on being the one in the friend group to make it um, emotionally available, make it a safe space for everybody to say what they need to say. And at the end of the day, I, I won't stop being that person. But please, everybody who's listening now, going through the the issues that we've addressed and the waking up in the morning and sometimes feeling like, yo, you can't get through the day. I know how cliche this sounds. I know how repetitive it may seem. But at the end of the day, I would much rather hear your story than have to, you know, go to go to a funeral. God forbid. Um, I have to hear the stories of other people telling me how amazing you were as a person. I I I deal with my grievances day in and day out, but I I a hundred percent want to say on record that um, you know, talking about your problems is much better than taking actions to uh, avoid them. And um, with that message, I hope that everybody listening at home understands that um you have that person and there's always going to be those individuals that are willing to listen to you and try to help you out so don't ever hesitate to reach out even those people who were like myself who like i said earlier i I felt completely alone i felt that anyone that i knew wouldn't understand or even be able to come close to relate what i was going through 
but I realized that that doesn't always have to be the case. You know, sometimes you just need somebody to just listen to you, you know, and it, it, they don't have to understand. Just just voicing it out, speaking it out into the world instead of just thinking about it in your head goes such a long way. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we uh we're 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 here to be this voice and you know talk about what we go through and what we experience, but I hope that as a result of listening to this episode, again filled with a lot of heavy emotion, that you guys um feel a little bit more comfortable about what you're going through or what you're dealing with while also Providing you guys with some insight about what we go through, you know? It's not easy. We could come up here. We could make all the jokes. We could laugh. We could try to do things as best <laughs> as possible. But at the end of the day, you know, shit ain't always sweet. And um, yeah, everybody's man. got their own problems. But we're hoping that this is able to help you guys out, you know? Use us to learn. That's all we're here for. Use us as, like, treat this as, like, your therapy session. We're, you know, just relate to us, you know. And, you know, at the end of the day, just, you We're know. your Dr. Phil's today. Yeah, yeah. As I said, we're your Dr. Phil's, like, type shit. You know what I mean? But And it's okay. On the final note, I know you touched upon it a little bit, Alex. On the note of just uh, speaking to a, a female about uh, about something like this. Like, it goes such a long way. Like, I can attest, I believe that even... Everyone here, you know, they love their their own mothers. I'll talk to you, Kiara, more. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it, it really goes a long you, way. What what women do for society and what how they how how much they help men without men re- even realizing. Hats off to you. I've always said that like men are conventionally head of household, like, but women are the neck. They you you yeah. can't move. You can't do nothing without without them. How's that line go? Like like a a, a, a king is only as strong as as the queen that's like right next to him. Oof. You know. Oof. And in Diablo. a way, like the queen needs to be even stronger because she's got to deal with all the bullshit that's landing on the king's lap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether the king is the face or whatever it may be. So um, on that note. Guys choose your ladies be- right. Choose your ladies right. Work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you guys again for joining us for this week's episode of the of the AP3 podcast. I know that um again this was a very deep episode, but I hope that everybody was enjoy everybody enjoyed and was able to take away something from this. Yeah, um, man. it's your boy Alex McBuckets. You can catch me on Instagram at Alex McBuckets. You can catch me on on Twitter at Alex uh, McBuckets15, and um. Yeah, on TikTok at Alex Bucket oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, y'all can go check me out there. It's like hitting the know. renegade up in these platforms. Shit you know just what I'm saying? Off. Yeah, we're an angel. Let the people know. Nah, as for me, man, you know, uh, YouTube obviously on Helito TV where I stream FIFA. But as I always do, cater to the fans. Whatever y'all want me to post, I'll post it for y'all. Instagram Angelito underscore so five. TikTok Angelito underscore s five. Yes, sir, baby. Let's do it. Anthony, where can they find you at, my boy? They already know. Anthony O'Hara 17 on all platforms. That's Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, Twitter. 
Snapchat, anything you name it, you can find me there. Once again, oh, yeah. we love the feedback from you guys. So please hit us up. Let us know if you guys want a certain topics that you want us to talk about. Let We're really know. here for you guys. And thank you once again. This was the AP3 Podcast. Yes, sir. Peace. Yes, sir.